Hi, you're listening to the first episode of The Myriad. I'm one of your hosts, Jacob. And I'm your other host, Megan. Okay, so what is our topic for today? Today our topic is credit cards. Two in five Americans give themselves a grade C or lower on their knowledge of finance, according to the Financial Literacy Survey by the National Foundation of Credit Consulting and NerdWallet. So you're saying we don't got A students? Nope. None. None. They, mm, okay. No valedictorian here. <laughs> so what about credit cards? Why do you think people don't understand credit cards, or what do you think they need to know about credit cards? Well, I think it's important to start with what a credit card is which is an account that allows an individual to take instant loans that is borrowed from the bank and must be paid back. Mm-hmm. So a credit card is basically money that's not yours, yes. that you're borrowing and going to pay it back. Correct. Yes, all right. Free money. Not really, but you know. And then there's the difference between credit and debit. Debit is the money, your funds that you have, that you earn from like working a job. That's your money you can use whenever and you don't need to pay it back. Right. And with your credit card, it's the money that you borrowed that you have to pay back. Exactly. Or you're going to get in trouble. You know, we can call police on you. Or you're going to go into debt. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And with credit cards, there are different credit cards. There are like student credit cards, there are secured cards, and then they're just like regular old credit cards. Mm-hmm. Which student credit cards would help us college students and maybe even some high school students mostly college students because student credit cards usually ask what college you are attending and those cards will help you build credit while you're in college because most likely you're going to be uh, working a part-time job to help pay for college a thing to understand is that if you want a credit card you need to have an income you cannot you should not get a credit card if you do not have income because that's not going to work out because you won't be able to pay off your credit card. Yeah. Another important thing or a cool thing about student credit cards is that it allows you to build your credit while schooling. And so that way when you're out, you can buy a house or take out a car loan, etc. Another type of card is the secured card. And secured card holders are typically people with no credit history, so kind of like a student card, or people who are trying to rebuild their credit because it's been damaged in the past. Mm-hmm. Well, you can get a secured card. Almost anybody can get it because you have to pay to get that card, basically. So you pay 500 and to the bank or whoever you go to get the card, and that'll be your minimum. So you, uh, your minimum will be 500 when you get that card. But it's usually a last resort because you've had bad credit. Uh, So I would advise getting the student credit card while you're in college because it's easier to get and it's easier to apply for because you're already a student. Yeah, that would be a great initial step. mm -hmm. And then when you get out of college, you can apply for a regular credit card instead of the student. So let's talk about what a traditional credit card is. Well, a traditional credit card is just any other credit card. It has benefits on it and it has the APR and other stuff that applies to a regular old credit card. All right. And you interviewed a banker named Katrina, right? Yes, ma'am. Yes, I did. And she talks a little bit about what APR is, so why don't we have her explain to the audience? All right. So APR is what's called an annual percentage rate. That is an interest that charges you because what the bank does is that they go ahead and give you the... um, 
the limit and depending on your um, credit score of course and depending on how much you're using of that credit card it really determines the factor of how many interest or how the interest is going to be applied for the amount that you use. So what Katrina basically means is APR is interest. Interest is what you will pay for borrowed money that you have not paid off by the time that you've gotten your statement and you've gotten the end of your billing date. So that basically means when you get a credit card, you spend money and then you will get a statement at the end of your billing cycle. And that will tell you all the stuff you've paid for all the stuff you've bought with the money. So it's all the stuff that you spent money on and if you already made payments to pay it back. So you could have $400 left on your statement to pay off. And that means if you don't pay that off by the end of the your grace period, your grace period that they give you, you will start occurring interest on that $400. So that means like if your APR was 26.27%, you would multiply that times the 400, and that's how much interest you would be paying on that $400. That's why it's good to be sure you pay everything off by the end of your billing period, as well as banking somewhere where there's a lower APR. Yes, always pay in full, always pay in full, so you do never have to pay interest. That's the good thing about credit cards. If you're responsible and you know how to manage your money, you will never have to pay interest for borrowing money. That's the good thing about credit cards. Um, some other things about credit cards, credit cards can also have uh, benefits. So like uh, cash back and a uh, point, uh, point system for the credit cards. That's a good thing about credit cards as well. So if you spend a lot of money on gas, you might want to get a card that has like 5% cash back for gas because you're getting money just for spending money. And especially if you're always paying full and you uh, never pay interest, you're basically getting money for free because you borrowed money. And that's a good thing. That's a great, a great thing you should know about credit cards. Once you've started using your credit cards, you will start to uh, build your credit, which will ultimately make the three different credit bureaus, TransUnion, Experian, and Equifax, uh, build a credit score for you. And there are three different companies, so you will have three different credit scores uh, for each of those companies. And the way they determine a credit score is by uh, your um, length of credit history, which is how long you've had those accounts. Like if you started when you were 18 and you're now 50 years old, you have a long credit history compared to someone who just started six months ago. And then you have the uh, your payment history, your payments, if you've paid on time, you've paid in full, if you paid minimum payments all the time, that's your payment history. Uh, the amounts owed, like if you still owe $600 on this credit card and it's occurring interest, that's what you owe. You still owe that amount of money. Your types of credit, so if you have mortgages, other loans, uh, and different credit cards, that uh, also factors in. And also new credit history. So if you say you're that 50-year-old person and you open a new credit card, that's your new credit history because you just opened one. And it's, it's different from the one you opened when you were 18. And credit scores can range from 300 to 850, right? Yes, they can. But it doesn't apply. A credit score doesn't apply to someone who has no credit at all. For sure. Yes. Yeah, so if you uh, have no credit at all, you're basically 300. You're basically poor credit. The people, uh, banks or businesses don't trust you because... They have nothing to look back on. They don't know if you'll be able to handle money or be good with money. Yeah. So that's why credit scores are used for like to buy apartments or buy cars or buy houses because they need to know that you can handle a loan or a loan like that to pay it back. Because it's like a background profile. Mm -hmm, like a background check. 
but for credit cards. Mm -hmm. Before we close, we would like to leave you with some tips from Katrina. About is don't be ignorant about it because you'll hear a lot of stories, probably about 85% to 90% of people will let you know credit card is the, well, it's not the devil, but it's more like, say for instance, um, it's bad for you. And people are so scared of credit but what you have to understand is that you are the only one that can determine whether if you're going to have good credit or not. Um, educate yourself and what credit really is because it's not just about credit cards. It's being able to buy that home. It's being able to get that auto loan. It's being able to get that unsecured personal loan when money is needed. Um, credit can do a lot of great things, but you have to be able to know exactly what it means to be able to have credit. Um, just being able to understand the basics and then you'll grow from there. Be smart about it. If you know that you're gonna use that credit card and you know you're not gonna be able to pay it back, why would you swipe that credit card? Unless it is an absolute emergency and you know that you're gonna be able to pay it with the interest, then why not? Because that's what it's there for. It's just for emergencies. Overall, credit is a necessity to adulthood and it is something that young people should be looking into and educating themselves on. Don't be afraid. Don't be intimidated above the pressure. Be careful and work hard for the credit score you deserve. Because credit's going to be here and credit's going to stay here. So you might as well just know what it is and deal with it. Sorry. Not sorry. <laughs> That's so negative. Thank you for joining us today on our podcast for yes. our first episode of The Myriad. Yes, we appreciate it. Once again, I am one of your hosts, Megan. And I'm Jacob. Peace. Peace.